Independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. There's so many places I could start today. I I think if I had 10 hours, I don't know if I could squeeze everything in. From what's going on in Idaho that we're going to talk about in a minute, because the story gets weirder by the moment. You mean there were two other people in the house? And they're not suspects? Okay, a little odd. To, uh, you know, obviously the Republicans yesterday, uh, they have the majority by the skin of their teeth. Skin, just a skin. skin. The Republicans take the majority in the House, Manu. Yeah, and with that, the power of the committees and the power to set the agenda, which is why this is hugely significant. Even though it is not as big of a majority as Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader, had wanted. We don't know the final numbers here, but we do know that they have at least... 218 seats. That is the majority to take back the House, but significant because once you have the majority in the U.S. House, you have the chairmanships and each of the key committees. Gridlock. That's all you're going to get. They'll do some investigations still, but do I really expect anything to happen that's going to be significant? No, they're just going to do some investigations. There's going to be arguing fine. It's the usual kind of stuff. Uh, that, that's what you have. Nothing's going to change. Not like tomorrow you're going to be like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. It's fantastic. The Republicans are in control of something. By the skin of their teeth, they're in control. The Senate, Democrats held. But I'm going to point something out to you right now. It may be, for all the wackiness, right, you know, the remember the Amber Turd and the Johnny Depp trial? And we say that because she obviously... Amber Heard at the bed, uh, you know, it was fecal matter. You know, remember, remember, like for all the sound of wackiness, this may be it. If you want to talk about politics, stump speeches, I don't know where Herschel Walker was going, but I want you guys to picture this. If this was for truly the battle in the Senate, it and, and, and it, this was like... You know, it was 50 to 49 with the Republicans in the lead, and they need this. This is who they would be relying on. Now, if we were playing football, the Republicans win, right? They'd have Tommy Tuberville, right? Great football coach. They've got the, uh, uh, you know, Herschel Walker would be a part of it. Like, well, this is going to be good. No, 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 no. We're not doing that, We're playing politician. Two words for you. Vampires and werewolves. Oh, you ever watch a stupid movie late at night hoping it's going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires are cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then, anyway, so you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny, these kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. Now, y'all got to stay with me. All right. So, are you guys with him? Now, if he was a comic, you'd be like, oh, this might be interesting. But he's not. He's running for Senate in the United States. There's a 100 of these in the country. Very important. In theory, it used to be. It's really not anymore. Whoever runs it will tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and where to do it. The Mitch McConnells, who who withstood his challenge yesterday. I wonder if he's a vampire. Maybe. Mitch feels more werewolfy to me. But you know what? Like Chuck Schumer screams vampire. Mitch, a little werewolfy. 
We're not done. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Herschel Walker, in the midst of telling a story about Fright Night, the great 1985 movie, I believe it was. But we'll give you more details on that in a moment. Continue, young sir. So they win this contest to bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real life vampire in that attic. So if this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff because you know, got to have a state and they kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. You got to have a cross because it burned. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house, this, 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 this guy got the holy water. He's blessing the house. And this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Okay, so now we're getting to it. So we started out with, I'm watching a movie late at night. And vampires seem kind of cool. But now, I found out werewolves kill vampires. And now I want to be a werewolf. But then there's a vampire in the in the attic that a guy is apparently keeping as a pet, which is not true, but whatever. I think you watched the movie. Then the, the vampire comes downstairs and he looks cool in his black suit. That's Ralph Fiel Warnock, his opponent. If you guys are following along, just keep going. He floated in front of the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's, that's not your house. But as he floated in front of the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. The guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire's forehead. He covered his eyes. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross and put it on the vampire's forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't work unless you got faith. Faith in the elected officials. And right now, that's the reason I'm here. So it started out as a vampire versus werewolf analogy into a Senate pitch into we need to do more about the CTE. <laughs> That's kind of where I ended up. This thing's real. We should take a look at it. But I want you guys to think about this for a second. And I like analogies as much as the next guy. The this person's running for Senate of the United States of America. In theory, a very important job. If this was down to the final, final thing, where it was going to be decided on this race alone, Republicans, you have to be asking yourself, because I talked to a lot of people over the last several days, wondering what was going to happen in this race in particular. How are they going to approach this race? Because they're going to do all they, they can, they think, to to move away from Trump and a lot of the other stuff. And it was going to be a lot of these things. Uh, what? What? I just, my God. Is this what we've become? Is this, the, is this it? Look, politics has always been very interesting. But long ago, with the advent of television and then the money that flows in and and the the amount of money and the packs and it was it's become now a cult of personality. And you know that and I know that. And it's not even what you're standing for, because the reality is who gives a rat's ass? Well, it should be for what you stand for. No, somebody's gonna tell you where to stand, when to stand, what to stand for, and how to do it. That's kind of where it's at. So you show up there and you could say, I stand for all of these things. Well, they all say the exact same thing. I know you're not going to get all these things done. 
My hope is you'll delay the other team from doing bad things, and you yourself will do the best you can to get a few things across the line, but I'm not expecting you to change the world overnight. All right? This is a long game, like eternal game. But come on. We got to do better, don't we? Don't we have to do better? It's, it's like, look, I loved Fright Night. If you don't know what Fright Night is, 1985, phenomenal movie. Chris Sarandon, Roddy McDowell. God, I love Roddy McDowell. Late, great. Uh, Amanda Pierce, William Ragsdale played Charlie Brewster. Phenomenal. Guy moves in next door. Chris Sarandon, not going to be a little spoiler. They remade it later on with uh, Colin Farrell. Not as good. Uh, guy moves in next door. And uh, he's a vampire. And William Ragsdale knows he's a vampire. So he gets Roddy McDowell, who is kind of like, uh, 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 you know, the guy that hosts those horror movies on Saturday nights. To show him this guy's a vampire. And they fight it out. It's funny. And that's who my opponent is. <laughs> it's just, oh, God. I, again, cult of personality, absolutely a part of it. But uh, somewhere along the line, we have to say to ourselves, we as a nation deserve better. I mean, look, it's hilarious, right? In a sad way. If it wasn't so important, it'd be really hilarious. And I've got nothing against Herschel Walker. But he's all over the place and he's beyond flawed. And if you think just because they've got an R by their name that that's good enough, That's sad. That says way too much about how tribal we are at this moment in time. I don't care who it is, as long as they have an R by their name. And they do what the other guy tells them to do. Oh, good God. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Talk a little bit about Idaho, what's going on there, because every day it gets a little weirder. So, quick refresher. Four kids, college kids, three sorority, one fraternity guy, you know, early, early 20s, like 20, 21, uh, dead in an apartment. But nothing to see or worry about here, say the police. Well, their tune has changed after a few days. And the more we find out, the more we're like, what the hell happened here? Talk about that. Plus Twitter employees bitching. It's hilarious. They're, I'm going to tell you why they're really mad. And it's not just because Elon said vote Republican. But I'm going to tell you really why they're mad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet, text the program. Yes, kids, it's called Rough Greens. Give it to my dog every single day. I did take a picture of Doodle, and I will post a little bit later. But Rough Greens is awesome. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, canine VitaSmart is incredible. It is an amazing supplement that goes on top of your dog's food, and it really is going to bring your dog's food to life, which is going to make your dog healthier, happier, more energy than they've had in a long time, and it's just going to make them feel better. If you love your animals like I love my animals, try Rough Greens. It's not going to cost you anything but shipping. So say it's like 3 bucks or whatever it is. They send that out to you. It's not You don't have to pay for the bag. Guess what? See what happens. They're going to give you a bag for free. That's putting their money where their mouth is. Try it now. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. 
white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. This Thanksgiving holiday will draw millions of travelers either hitting the roads or taking to the skies. And airports will be packed. TSA Administrator David Pekoski says they are ramping up on staff to be ready. I can speak for TSA, and yes, we will have enough staff. And one of the things that we've been able to do is we identify uh, airports around the country that might be a little bit overstaffed and then redeploy those officers to airports that might have a staffing shortage. The airlines have been struggling with staffing shortages for much of the year, but have adjusted schedules, they say, to help minimize cancellations. Yeah, I'm glad I'm driving, and uh, and I'm not a big fan of driving, got to be honest. I drive way too much now. I mean, 130 miles a day when you count how much I drive to and from work. And, and uh, 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 just the thought of getting stuck somewhere because of the insanity of you know there it's it's we're about pre-pandemic levels right now with far less staff and less patience too let's not forget that we've we've got less patience with each other let alone being stranded in hoboken or wherever you're gonna get stranded at so i i just i look and i think to myself thank god i'm driving but it's Thanksgiving, right? This feels like it's the first, like, last year for some states, it felt like it was just normal Thanksgiving. For the country, though, it feels like it's normal. It's like, yes, we're getting our life back together. We're all going to get out there. And then you throw in the fact that, uh, you know, inflation is hit, and, well, things are more expensive. Everything is more expensive. Feed is more expensive. Labor is more expensive. All the inputs are more expensive. So that obviously is going to translate into a more expensive turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Lot more expensive. Plus, you 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 got to throw in the fact that there is there was bird flu, so a lot of turkeys were destroyed, and so it's going to be a shortage. Now, in saying that, every time I wander into a store, there's a whole hell of a lot of turkeys. So I'm thought, hmm. but we're not doing a turkey because I'm going to be on the road. We're actually leaving Thanksgiving morning, and we're having dinner with my family out to eat on thanksgiving night because jack has a hockey tournament on uh, thanksgiving weekend but man the travel times ah uh, I'm, I'm like it is and it, this is the sad thing so i like i want my son to be super successful normally we would take off the monday after thanksgiving but we're not because normally i'm like ah but this time i'm like okay the third place game's at seven in the morning we could be home by two and miss the traffic if he goes to the third place game if he plays in the championship we're screwed it's not very nice chad you should want your son to win i do want him to win maybe just not this one three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program uh the big 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 global story this week and for the next month will not be what happens in Ukraine, even though yeah, could something go sideways? Yeah. China, yeah, could something go sideways? It's a possibility. No, the big global story is taking place in a small little country in the Middle East. 
We are live on Danish television. Vi har vi stoppet med at filme, og det er uh, Mister, you invited the whole world to the you you invited the whole world to come here. Why can't we film? It's a public place. This is the uh, accreditation. Okay. We can film anywhere we want. Okay. There are only of course. You can break the camera. You want to break the camera? Okay, you break the camera. Okay. So you're threatening us by 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 smashing the camera. World Cup. Off to a rousing start. It starts officially Sunday with the opening game, Qatar versus uh, Ecuador. Uh, but that right there is a Danish film crew out on the street filming. And they're harassing them. They've apologized. The nation has. Because you're having the biggest party in the world. Take every sporting event in the world. Olympics, winter, summer, Super Bowl, all of the things. Put them together, and the World Cup will laugh at you. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. And you've invited people to the worst house party of all time. It's absurd. It is. And we're going to get deeper into it, but it's already starting. And the things they said that they were going to do and let the world do when they come and visit, well, guess what? They're already saying, now that people are arriving, no, you can't do that. Oh, my God. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Good news. Already talking about Hunter Biden. Now they're going to investigate. Woo! You know, when they catch Hunter Biden, guys, I'm telling you, the 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 gas prices will plummet. It's important, Chad. It's important to some people. Again, when when all is great and you want to focus on other things, go ahead and do it. But if that's going to be your focus, uh, now, now. Look, in saying this, investigations are a lot easier to do than try to get something passed. But you should at least make an effort like you're trying. That's all I'm saying. Make an effort as if you're trying for the American people. I'm not trying to say anything other than that. Just throwing it out there. Make an effort. Make an effort. Chuck Schumer's got a plan. Remember, he's a vampire. If you guys didn't catch the show earlier, always grab the podcast. But... uh, well, you know what? Let me just play play it for you, because to try to recreate it would do it a disservice. It would. Totally. Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night, hoping it's going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Do you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then, anyway, so you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny, these kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. Now, y'all got to stay with me. 
Nobody's staying with you. That's Herschel Walker. He wants to be in the Senate. He's running against uh, a guy apparently during his story uh, is uh, is is the vampire in the story because now he wants to be a werewolf. Okay, fantastic. So I say Chuck Schumer, if there was going to be anybody's vampire, because he reminds me a little bit like Grandpa Munster, who obviously was a vampire, would be the vampire in this scenario. And Chuck is vampiring in a different way now. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented. Yeah, right here. on. I love it. Keep doing it. Open them up. Just let it happen. Free everybody. Just let them all come in. Oh, my God. Oh, Chad, you're such a xenophobe. No, I'm not. I'm being honest here. Either we look, we need to have a, a real conversation with America. Hey, younger people. Here's the deal. Either you start reproducing or we have no choice. Because the average age in America now is about 40 years old, 40, 41. When I was a kid, like being born, it was about 2021. What's that mean? Way too many old people. And on retiring, there's not going to be enough workers to fill all jobs. But it gets better. Think about all the people that are retiring. Because they paid into Medicare and they paid into uh, Social Security. And so you want to have a balance of like 10 to 12 to 1. So for every worker, right, for every person who's retired, there's about 12 people, 10, 12 people who are essentially kind of paying into that to keep it going. Okay, let's see. Greece got to a point where it was near 1 to 1. That can't happen, hence the reason why Greece fell apart. People retired at like 50, and uh, you can't have that. So Schumer's right. We have jobs and things that need to be done. That being said, the 11 million you're talking about are not 11 million. First of all, they're not 11. Could we just be honest, right? I know that Biden keep saying 11 within 100 days i'm going to send to the united states congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people there shouldn't that right first of all i don't know if they did like a focus group somewhere and they're all sitting around going all right what's the number we can say that we say it and American people go, "Uh, okay. And somewhere they settled on 11 million as if that's okay. Since he's been president, we're probably at 6 million. So I don't know if you're aware of this. It's not a turnstile, you know, at at the thing, right? It's not a little turn. It it, is none of that. So it's not like one guy clicks the thing as the guy goes in and another girl goes out and they click it and stuff. It's not that. It's not like five, six million people came in. Over the last two years, if you count the Godaways and all that stuff, and there was like five, six million left. So you're 11 million at best. It's 15. Reality, 
I think if we all knew how many it really was, people would go, I don't know, that's a little bit much. Because let's just say you go, we're going to give 11 million people a pathway to citizenship. What if there's 25 other million people who are like, well, what about us? Take all of that off. What about the people that have been waiting for decades, who've stood in line, who have done the things they need to do to try to get that? And remember, we we bring in a million people a year legally. What about those people? And your pathway, have you ever noticed it? Never, ever, ever comes with a, we'll fix the problem. And if you gave 11 million people amnesty, wiped the thing clean, gave them a pathway to citizenship, what do you think is going to happen? Because the border's going to get worse. If you think it's bad now, and if you guys are following along, Title 42, the, pande- uh, the pandemic era thing that Trump put in that everybody, you know, the CDC is like, look, we got to do this. We can't just have people come across the border at a, at a time when there's when there's this pandemic going on and everybody right, left, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was kept in place and it's still there. And it's it, it was it ended, but it didn't end. And there was court battles. Well, it ends now officially, I think, in five weeks. And the Border Patrol is all saying the same thing. If you think what you are seeing now numbers-wise is bad, what if that tripled? What do you mean? What if that tripled? What if a place like Yuma that gets anywhere between 1,000 and 1,500 a day all of a sudden gets 500? Because the way it works now is they can expel you within 15 minutes. They just turn around and walk you right back across. That's going to go away. But don't you worry, because Mayorkas has got it down, doing great things. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that continues uh, to be uh, our assessment in the Department of Homeland Security, that domestic violent extremism, uh, particularly through um, lone actors or small uh, groups uh, loosely affiliated, um, are spurred to violence. Okay, great. But I asked you about the border. Well, you kind of asked me about everything, what we're worried about. Okay, so you're worried that lone actors here, okay, fantastic, that's fine. Look, crazy people do crazy things all the time, and there are bad people out there. But let's just talk about the border itself, Mr. Mayorkas. This is really why you're here. That's the hyper focus of what we're talking about, because you got rid of the, the, the you know your border leader the other day, and now you're kind of run the show, and this is partially your gig here, and you're the one who's always making the promises and lying to all of us. Is it secure? Take away the terrorism that could come across the border, which is a possibility to think that everybody that wanders across here only has good intentions for America. Take away that. Is the border secure? Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security, Congressman. It is secure, and we're enhancing it. Every single day. It's just getting better. I it just it's amazing. It's so good. Nobody gets across there. It's like a just it's a it's awesome. She can't you can't can't do it. Just no way. It's sad. 
What about the dreamers? I am 100% fine with a pathway to citizenship for the dreamers. And I'll tell you why. Uh, let me make this argument. If I move Charlie and the family to Australia, or we're going to immigrate. We're going to run over to Australia and because uh, my buddy's got a job. I'm going to be a shark wrangler over there. And it's all going to be under. And, and, you know, and Charlie gets in school and she lives life and she's 16 and 17. And she's going to be as, you know, good eye as anybody. Right. And the kids will. They didn't have a choice. She's four. These kids here, many of them, man, no choice. Two, three, four years old being brought over here. So I, I don't have a problem. And the other thing is, they've been educated in our schools. They're as American as anybody. To send them home where you think their home is or wherever, they've only known this. Now, if you're 16 and you came over here, uh, you know, it's a little different story. 17, you know, like, well, I was 18 when I came. Well, settle down with the 18. You could have made a choice. But we're talking about a lot of kids that came here when they were so young, they don't remember. You know, Griselda Satino works here. She's an American citizen now. Her parents came over here many, many moons ago. Not that Griselda's that old. She's in her early 30s. But her story of them sleeping in a drainage pipe in mud and stuff trying to come here because America was going to offer them a better life. She's been here her entire life. This is her home. She's American as anybody. Now, she is an American citizen. Her parents aren't. But she is. Those situations are different. But this 11 million of, of this crap that they talk, this cannot happen. It can't. It shouldn't be this hard. But they make it this hard. We can have comprehensive reform that won't make everybody happy, but will make the 90% of people go, okay, that's that's a good idea. And on the other side of it, we can be more welcoming. We can make it easier to get short-term and long-term visas. But the, well, let's just reward everybody and we'll just figure it, well, it's broken, so let's everybody gets a, a free pass. We did that in 86 with the promise we'll never do this again. Well, obviously, that promise didn't mean much. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. Fall is here. The leaves are changing, and we are days away, one week away from Gobbler Day. Now, you might say to yourself, you know what? Ah, I like turkey, but maybe if I could do something else. How about this? Why don't you enjoy fall and maybe do yourself a little something-something. Get yourself some Omaha steaks. They got a friends and family deal going on right now. 50% off. 50% off. And when you use code Benson at checkout at omahasteaks.com, you get an extra $30 off. Best steaks guaranteed 100% money back right there. Now, we have uh, uh, already gone through our box, uh, which is fantastic. Steaks, pork chops, all of They've got comfort food as well. It is just amazing. The best steaks. The burgers I love. I tell you, the pork chops, guys, are amazing. Get yourself a bunch of pork chops, and guess what? There's your Thanksgiving. If maybe you're not a turkey fan, or just have some big steaks, because who doesn't love steaks? Doesn't matter what kind of day it is or what we're celebrating, steaks are always a winner. And Omaha Steaks is the best. Don't wait. Go right now. OmahaSteaks.com. Friends and family discount. 50% off site-wide. Omaha Steaks. Is it just steak, baby? It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Now, don't forget, extra $30 off when you use code Benson at 
checkout. Okay, OmahaSteaks.com, Code Benson. Minimum order may be required, OmahaSteaks.com, Code Benson at checkout. Chad Benson Show. Me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. An authentic Santa Claus is hard to come by. According to Mitch Allen, head elf at HireSanta.com, there's a serious St. Nick scarcity. We're seeing more of a Santa shortage this year than we've ever seen before. The number of people reaching out to HireSanta.com is up 30% over last year. And last year, there was a record number of uh, requests. Interest in in-person Santa visits back to pre-pandemic levels. And this year marks the highest need for diversity among the Santas. Seen a huge demand for black Santas, for Spanish-speaking Santas. Will Gans, ABC News, New York. Yeah, so there's that, guys. Santa storage. I mean, Santa shortage. Now, I play Santa, as we all know, because I am Santa Claus. I am. I bring joy to the world uh, and all the stuff that goes along with it and all that other crap. <laughs> What's Santa bringing? I don't know. Joy and a bunch of crap. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. So, diverse. Because I, well, Mrs. Can, now, can you have Mrs. Claus? Is that going to happen? Is it not going to happen? I mean, or is it, is it non-gender specific Santa? Who was a real person, by the way. A couple weeks ago, they announced that they found the original Santa's resting place, they believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we ain't kidding around here, kids. We ain't messing around. We're being honest. Because we're an honest type of folk. Speaking of Santa. Oh, goodness me. I will be watching this with the kids probably tonight, definitely this weekend. Thanksgiving, a week away, but Santa Claus is back today. For the good of Christmas, I'm retiring. In the Santa Clauses, Tim Allen returns to St. Nick, and he tells us the series will answer a lot of questions left hanging from the original 1994 film and its sequels. Why did Santa slide off the roof to begin with, and how did... uh Scott Calvin becomes Santa. Why do the elves not seem to care? What happened to the other Santa? Where did Santa come from? The Santa Clauses also stars Alan's daughter, Elizabeth. The first two episodes are out today on Disney+. Plus. I'll watch that because I have little kids. And, you know, that's that's fun family entertainment. And I love the first Santa Claus. It was great. And by the way, the first Santa Claus is a great story of, of that movie. And when people, you hear the, the phrase, uh, Hollywood accounting. That is the movie that everybody brings up. So what's Hollywood accounting? Hollywood accounting is it's the way that they do things in Hollywood. Well, you're thinking, okay, there's $1 and then you made $50. So how much do you have left? $49. And then they would go, well, no, you actually lost $20,000. And you're like, excuse me? The original Santa Claus cost $22 million to make it, grossed $190 million, and it lost like $40 million bucks. It's <laughs> the way that they, that's Hollywood accounting. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. But I am interested. I do want to find out. It was kind of weird that the elves didn't really care that who Santa was. Right? Like, they just didn't, like, oh, you're in the Santa, whatever. It's great. It's like, no, a guy died. You know that? Yeah, you dead. He fell off my roof. He's dead. Yeah, whatever. Hey, 
like, was he mean to you guys? Is that why you guys don't care? Are you going to be bummed if I leave? My elves are not that way. They love me. Love me. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you, by the way. Thursday Night Football tonight. I have the Titans beating Green Bay. Uh, Santa's one wish is that we should just put this nightmare in Green Bay out of its misery. I think that happens tonight. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson he thought it was a great idea he said you know what i'm gonna buy twitter it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna be great right a little impetuous absolutely but elon musk goes and buys twitter and then the clash of the world that he lives in and the reality of a younger generation hits home First of all, as we all know, they're not a big fan of free speech unless it's the speech that they enjoy. Secondly, and I think this is mightily important, uh, they're not a fan of, I think, work (laughs) the way that he thinks work. So yesterday he fires off this. The new Twitter boss saying his employees have until 5 p.m. today to decide either stay with the company and expect to work long hours at a, quote, high intensity or accept three months of severance and quit. This according to internal emails obtained by ABC News. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen it. He's demanding. Hey, guys, it's put up or shut up time. It's put up or shut up time. And and. Why this is interesting is take away the, you know, whether you like Elon or Twitter, because it's definitely a, a, a outsized voice in a world. Uh, first of all, you're watching somebody who, to me, who I admire. But is definitely in a position right now where he's, you know, you've got his lawsuit. I don't know if you guys are preparing. Yesterday, he had to go in and defend himself because he's being sued by some Twitter shareholders over the fact that he was such good friends with so many people on the board, they gave him a compensation package of $50 billion. And that's where he said, look, I'm not going to be running Twitter. Uh, You know, I just want to kind of write the ship. But you've got SpaceX, the boring, not boring as saying, oh, that's boring, but like, hey, we're going to drill through this boring company. And uh, you've got uh, now Twitter. You're running all, you know, and let's not forget, ooh, Tesla. So you have all of these companies. And the hyper-focus here is dealing with so many of these people. You know, there was a, one of the things about being part of a startup or anything is the fact that, man, we're, we're, we're working our asses off because we have a bigger future in this and we're going to go somewhere and, 
and this is going to be great. And, you know, part of the fun is, is, is those late nights eating, you know, bad Chinese food or whatever it is, getting a pizza late and cause you got to do all these things and you're, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul and you're building something and have stock and the whole nine yards. And then, you know, your company starts to grow and you hope everybody has a vision of, of working hard too. These guys, gals don't, they don't, they think he's bad and evil. And I'm telling you, so it first started with, Hey, no more free food. Because we played that thing for that Twitter girl a couple weeks ago. Remember, she's like, here's a day in the life of me at Twitter. And she's like, first I wake up, and then I go, and then I go here, and they give me, I can start out with my fresh macchiato, blah, 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 blah. Then it's off to a Zoom meeting, and then it's over to the yoga room if you want to go. But for me, I'm going to go get lunch, and, and, it, and it's like five-star lunch. It looks amazing. He said, we're losing money. And nobody's at the office. Making money is what this thing should be all about. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty much positive. That's the whole goal to get in the business, unless you're in some sort of scam. Like, I don't know, the uh, the guy that was doing the old uh, crypto. But here's the crash. It isn't that he's 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 on the right side of the aisle. That must bug some people. The fact is, he's asking for you to work harder than you've ever worked and he's asking for you to actually be accountable for things. Oh god, he wants me to show up and be accountable. So now I got to show up and I have to work and I have to be accountable? All right, I cut my. I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I might, but I don't really want. It's the clash of today's world. I see it here. You know, we've got interns here. Now, I'm not a big fan of interns. I'm not. Not that I don't. Partly because in today's world, man, when I was an intern, when I first got into it, I'd do anything that they asked me. You want me to go get your dry cleaning? Great. You want me to go get, uh, uh, you, know, you know, do this? Great. You want me to go blow up 50 balloons for some promotion thing you're doing? I'll do it. But along the way, I'm learning something. And through putting in the hard work, Oh, my God. You know, this is where I am. I busted my ass to get here. I will tell you guys, I sacrificed a ton to get with your white guys. So that's what. Okay, whatever. But I worked my ass off to get here. And I'll tell you this. I work my ass off now. You want to throw me three, four, five hundred grand a year? I'll come work for you. Elon, let's do it. There's a few hours I'm not sleeping a day. But I love what I do, and to them, it's like they love high school. Now, I've got friends who are contractors with Twitter that weren't let go. My uncle and I have a, have a pal, and he's just like, it is like high school. You know, there's never any urgency. There's never any, you know, uh, you know there's no, it, there's none of that stuff. And I'm like, ah, you know, he goes, sometimes I'll wait for days to get something. We did a story the other day on how people are, like some people who are really ambitious are working two jobs at a time, three jobs, and it was on that Reddit thread, and it's become like, you know, this thing, and because so many people are doing it remotely. One guy, he goes, let me tell you about the company that pays me $95,000 a year. I haven't gotten an email from them in three months. 
And I'm like, my God. Yeah. It's, it's, there's just, I'm telling you, the clash is real. And I see it here with our interns. You ask them to do something, not for my show, but for the station sometimes. And you've got ones that, man, they're hungry. They're willing to go the, the extra mile. And you know the ones you're like, that person's going to make it. And then you ask some of them to do something and they'll look at you like, <sighs> and you go and you, hey, can you do this for me? Yeah. Okay, great. Did you do it? No. Oh, okay. Fantastic. He's going to run into this in this tech world at a situation like this. Tesla's more engineering. SpaceX, more older engineering. Twitter, different world, different vibe. And he's finding that out. And it's just, and I think a lot of you are dealing with this because I get a lot of texts from, you know, oh, God, Chad, I got this person. And it's like just asking them to come to work or just, hey, could you could you work an extra hour or two? You know, they're like into quiet quitting or just soft jobbing. That's my new favorite. Well, soft jobbing. What's that? Well, I, I kind of work, but not really. I mean, it's insane. What happened to us? We used to be hungry. But now you want to fill your heart with joy and happiness. And I also don't want to come in the office. And if I do, you need to feed me. No. I'll pass. I'll pass. You don't find it exciting? And here's the funny thing. All that being said, and this is where the short-sightedness comes in. Now, if you only really want to be happy and joyous and you don't care and you just want to work with somebody who's going to fill your heart with joy, good. Go find that. But not on my dime. But if you want to work your ass off, I can guarantee you, you work your ass off for Elon, you're not walking away broke. You can go fill your joy next year. Or two years from now. You know, he still gives everybody stock options because of the things he wants to do. But it, it, this is just a snapshot. The fact that you have to send, because he's been asking people, hey, could you guys come back to the office? Really? Are you being serious right now? So they've got today to figure it out. We shall see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, Texas Show. Love hearing from all of you. The good, the love, the hate, the bad, the end, the different. Oh, kids, you know what I'm talking about. You do. So much stuff to get to. We're going to do a little what's trending straight ahead. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Now is your chance to get a free bag of Rough Greens. If you love animals like I love animals, you're going to want to take care of your animals, and Rough Greens is going to help you with that. It's got the best stuff in it. So it's a supplement you sprinkle on top of your dog's food. As that hits your dog's bowl, right? It hits your dog's bowl. All of a sudden, your dog's food seems to come alive. Because so much of that stuff inside of your dog's food, it's dormant. Because it's it's meant to be uh, shelf-stable, as they would say, to live on a shelf. Well, this is going to bring all that goodness out. And on top of it, it's going to add to it. And that's going to help your your dog's digestive system, their skin, their fur, all of the good stuff. And for older dogs their energy level, and their 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 hip and joint pain. It's it's amazing. Try it now for free. They're going to send you a bag. You cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Try a bag for free today. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Hey, boys. 
The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending. Let's do it. Let's do it right now, baby. In the old world of the internet, shall we play a game? Let's do it. Uh, trending right now. Are you guys ready for this? Hunter Biden. Oh, Twitter. Enron, because of what's going on. Uh, for those of you who, the funny thing is, the older people are going, oh my God, this is just like Enron. Which, what took place in the crypto world with with everything. And uh, the younger people were like, no, this is really a disaster. You're like, no, no, you, you don't understand. We've been here before. And it was with Enron. <laughs> Their story's amazing. Maybe we'll revisit some of that later. Uh, let's see here. What else is happening? Obviously, GOP. They grabbed themselves the House yesterday. By how much? We're not quite sure. Speaker Pelosi. It's trending because she will not be speaker for much longer. No, she will not. She will not. You're right about that. Head on over to the magical world of Google. Oh, the Google. Warzone 2, number one trending thing yesterday. No way. Yep. Idaho students. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, number one trending thing. Red Cup Rebellion, Starbucks Red Cup Day. Thousands of workers go on strike. For what? <laughs> you don't understand. We're baristas. That's tough. I did not get my degree in interpretive dance to not know how to make a macchiato latte. How dare you talk to me that way? Ivanka Trump, trending yesterday. A lot of people asking, why wasn't she there? Respect for Marriage Act. Bipartisan passed yesterday uh, for the in the Senate. So this is uh, gay marriage as well as uh, what is it? I think it's uh, you know uh, I, there's a couple other things. It's 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 look. I, first of all, I still don't know why government's in my business about who I marry, right? I don't, I, you know, stop with that. Secondly, you know, it's uh, let's just get it over with and done. Here's the thing. I'll say that, and this is what people will hear. Oh, it's because you don't like uh, 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 you don't like people that are 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 you know like you know have traditional marriage ideas. No, no, I I love it. I have traditional marriage ideas as well. Right, my wife, kids, the whole nine yards. But if you love somebody, you know what? You're not hurting anybody, and this is what you want to do: knock yourself out. You want to be the miserable like the rest of us people? No, it's just... But I also know I live in a world where other people have different beliefs than I do. And part of that, and part of, of, of being in that world, is realizing that there's give and take. And we've got to figure that out. We do. We, we, we must figure that out. 
So, and I love what Kirsten Cinema said yesterday, who this, her bill, she's the sponsor of the bill. She goes, I don't, we don't want to impinge on anybody's freedom of religion or their beliefs. And we don't want to restrict anybody. We want to try to, you're never going to make everybody happy. You're not. But they feel that they need to codify this. Understandable. Roe v. Wade. And let me tell you something. The Democrats never want, I'm going to tell you this right now. They do not want to codify Roe v. Wade. They don't. It's too important to them as a battleground against Republicans. It's way too important. Them codifying that would take away a an arrow from their quiver. Because they know there's always going to be California, New York, all these blue states that are not going to do anything when it comes to abortion. So the goal is, if you take that away and you just say, all right, it's this, well, what ends up happening? You don't have the problem, so you can't raise money. And here's the other thing. You may have to run on something else that you don't want to run on because, well, your record isn't that good. So actually, codifying some of these things is going to but when it comes to marriage equality, you know, Roe v. Wade was a long time coming. There were people that set it out. It was a long game. It was decades. I think it was three, four decades in the making. Nobody's screaming about interracial marriage or marriage equality anymore, outside of a few. As far as the, we just all kind of moved on. But we'll see. We'll see if it actually gets signed. But they're going to try to get some stuff through. And you watch what happens with immigration. We touched on it. We'll touch on it again next hour. They're going to do everything they can in this lame duck session before it becomes the Hunter Biden sessions to do all that they can to try to squeeze something through. And dreamers are first, but Schumer's pushing for the 11 million people because he doesn't know how to count. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I don't know what happened in Idaho, and the, the story is fascinating. So if you guys remember, we touched on it yesterday. We talked a bit about it on Tuesday as well. So Monday, four bodies are found. Moscow, Idaho, right? Students at uh, you know, University of Idaho. And they're is a thought, well, there's four of them. Yeah. Was it a fentanyl overdose or poisoning? Cause that's really what it is. Fentanyl poisoning. So we just, you know, I mean, but there was a bigger story because there was a shooting in Virginia on the campus, at the university of Virginia, three football players are killed. Another football player is, is uh, the suspect and he's on the loose and it kind of sucks all the oxygen out of the room. Then, and you know, the cops out there are like, ah, nothing to worry about. 
Well, then flash forward another day, and you're like, well, hold on a second. There may be more to this story than meets the eye. Flash forward another day, and it gets weirder and weirder. A lack of information has created worry around Moscow, Idaho. Initially, police put out a statement this week saying there was no threat to the community, which didn't make sense to many since police had no motive, no suspect, and no murder weapon, but four students were dead. Now, Police Chief James Fry says they cannot say there is no threat to the community and that he should have given details sooner. I probably should have been standing here a day or so ago, but I'm here now. In a twist, he says there were two roommates at home when the four students were murdered. Those roommates are alive, but he won't say where they were in the home or if they knew what was unfolding. Now, wait, so hold on a second. So four kids. And not just dead, by the way. People are saying inside of the Idaho Police Department. Worst thing you've ever seen in like the 30 years they've been on the scenes and working these things like a horror movie nightmare. Never get out of your mind kind of scenario. Wow. But there were two other people in the apartment. And they got out. I feel like there's lots of parts missing because they don't seem to be the suspects at all. We do not have a suspect at this time. And that individual is still out there. Yeah. But you guys knew on Monday, it wasn't like, oh, there are four dead kids over here. So, yeah, I don't think anybody needs to worry about anything. Right. What they die of? I don't know. Well, you walk in, apparently, and blood's everywhere. So, obviously, there were some issues. And you came out and told everybody, nothing to worry about. No. But you have zero suspects. You've got zero camera footage. You had two people inside the house. But here's something I'm going to throw out to you guys. Shooting, very impersonal. Stabbing. Very personal. Think about that for a second. You ever tried to wrangle, like, somebody? Just even goofing around, wrestling with your friends or something? Could you imagine? You have four people in an apartment, in a complex, where there are other places right there, and nobody heard anything. That's weird. Were they drugged? I, I don't know. Did did the other people in the other room have no idea that anybody was even in the house? Were they that quiet? Were they ninjas? I mean, at the, I mean, you got to throw everything out there. But it all feels a little weird. And then to come out and say, after knowing what you've seen, eh, there's nothing to worry about. You got nothing. Uh, not a thing. It's odd. Authorities and Kaylee's older sister confirming that two other female roommates were home at the time of the attack and survived. And they were able to confirm that these two roommates were in the home at the time of this and they made it out the next morning. Police say there was no forced entry into the home. So no forced entry, two female roommates inside. Well, if you're going to commit mass murder 
and you're wanting to get away with it because you're not trying to make a statement, you'd think if there are two other people in the room, unless you don't know they're there, but you figured you'd check, that you'd want to get rid of all the evidence? I don't know. It just seems it's getting weirder uh, every day. And I go back to Monday coming out and say, oh, there's nothing really to worry about. Uh, Now, was there a claim, as some places have reported, and I've seen it, that I think in September, October, that there was a potential warning on the college campus of, potential knife attacks or something and that's what this was as the hunt for the alleged killer of four university of idaho students intensifies police walking back their original claims that there was no imminent threat to the community we cannot say that there's no threat to the community and as we have stated please stay vigilant moscow police addressing the public for the first time since kaylee gonzalez madison mogan shauna kernadel and Ethan Chapin were found brutally stabbed to death in an off-campus apartment. But was there a threat that the school alerted people about? We're curious. And by the way, the college, kids are going home. They're not staying there. They're bouncing. But you came out. You knew what would happen. You knew You knew that eventually, oh, this is going to get out. They're going to find out these kids were brutally murdered. And we've been telling everybody, you got nothing to worry about. See, usually when that happens, so here yesterday, we had five bodies in a house, and they were all dead. And the thought process was, originally, because they said they found propane and some stuff, is that some something leaked and it killed them all. Well, then you found out, okay, that wasn't really it, and that they were murdered. But when they asked the police, who do you think did it? Are you looking for somebody? They say, no. We're not, which made everybody go, okay, it's probably a murder-suicide. This wasn't one of those. Interesting. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, Love hearing from every single one of you. So they're already getting ready. They're laying out, the Republicans are laying out this amazing, incredible what they're going to do when they get back in there. And they've got big ideas and it's a divided you know congress is divided kevin mccarthy is going to have the ability to effectively block almost anything he wants um he's going to have a hard time keeping his members uh in line and keeping his conference together but there's something about being opposed to the president in power that keeps a party unified that's the new reality the democrats are waking up to this morning is that the euphoria of of doing better than they thought begins to fade now nine days after the election and this is the reality it's going to be divided government for the remainder of joe biden's first term yeah and so they're going to try to get through as much as they possibly can while they still have uh, Nancy Zellis the gavel and the whole nine yards. But on top of that, they're already coming out saying, oh, man, we're, we've got some big stuff going on. We're going to do a lot of investigation, which is the one thing they can do. They could try to pass stuff all day. It's going to die in the Senate. So it doesn't really matter. And so it's going to be investigations. Well, we can do investigations. And they're going to start out with Hunter Biden because that's the big they want to find out who's the big guy. Who's the big guy? Well, Chad, it's important. It's not going to lower your gas prices. No. No, well, that's not. It's not. Now, I'm not saying you don't do investigations about stuff that you find to be serious, but the, the, the battle of getting even for what they did to Trump, how about you work for the people? 
Now, if you want to open investigation on some of the COVID stuff, feel free. Knock yourself out. Absolutely. Some of the things that went on with China and how much did they really know and where did it really come from? Yeah, especially because the media beat everybody down who said, hey, I think this may have I'm just taking a shot in the dark here. But they work on this virus in a few places on the planet. One of which happens to be across the street where you said that this deadly virus was originally detected that you guys also have inside there. So those things I got zero problems with. But turning it into nothing but. I think what you're going to find is there's and this is the thing that 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 somebody like McCarthy's going to have to deal with. First of all, he's got it. He's going to have to win it on the floor. The 218. You've got, though, the, the 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 super conservative caucus, which is Trump's kind of, you know, they're following him anywhere and they'll do anything you ask kind of things. But then you have the run of the mill and they're not thrilled by a lot of this stuff because their thought process is I'm here to do a job for the American people and my constituents back at home. Yes, we can do both things. But how about we do some real work? And I don't know how much real work we're going to get out of it. I don't. And I just I, my fear always was with Trump. And the way that everything went is it's going to turn in a tit for tat and it's going to get uglier and uglier. And we're going to have our quote unquote leaders not really working for the people. Even less than they already do and more worried about impressing Twitter and things of that nature. And that's not a good thing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet. Text love hearing from all of you. I do, I do, I do. Raycon best ear buds around. You guys like to listen to podcasts. Grab my podcast. Why don't you do it with your Raycons? Now, Raycon is doing something amazing. The holiday season. I want to give Santa a little break and delivering some stuff. Right? And they're like, hey, you can do this. And you can be a winner for your family at home. And really, as I like to say, you can win Christmas. So you go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Now they got buy now, pay later options, which is fantastic. But what they also have is site-wide, 20% off everything. Or you can do a bundle, which is the amazing gaming headphones. Maybe you want a, a, a pair of, of earbuds and you're like, oh, my God, and give me that amazing speaker. So you get a bundle. And in that bundle, you're going to save 30%. Boom. You don't have to deal with the hustle and bustle of the chaos out there. You can save Santa a little <clears throat> little something on his back so he's not so stretchy all the time. Oh, my God, I got so much I got to do. And you can win. And again, we're talking about premium audio, up to 54 hours of battery life, comfortable fits that feel like they're made for you. Right now, save big. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad. When you do, use code EARLYBF. Right there, 20% off site-wide, 30% off if you do a bundle. That is code EARLYBF. That is buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Deep states? Uh, no. Deep doo-doo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. 
Candace Cameron Bure got some backlash this week. The actress and chief creative officer of the Great American Family Channel told the Wall Street Journal that the network's extensive list of holiday movies wouldn't feature any LGBTQ couples, that they'll, quote, keep traditional marriage at the core. Many called that regressive and discriminatory. And in a new statement, Bure says as a devoted Christian, she loves all people. And the media is seeking to divide us by fanning the flames of conflict and hate. She also says people of all identities and ethnicities have and will continue to contribute to the network. Yeah, so, uh, you know, she's evil and bad and blah, 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 blah. And it's funny, though, right? So if you believe in, you know, life, if you believe in 28 genders, if you believe in uh, whatever progressive thing, you know, marriage, whatever it is, right? Uh, you're super cool. You're woke. You're awesome. If you're like, you know, I'm a traditional kind of person, right? I believe, you know, uh, uh, I believe in, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman. I believe there are two genders. Somehow you're evil and bad. So my belief in something differs than your belief, but your belief, it's it goes back to what we've always talked about too, because sometimes the disdain that comes in particular from progressives when it comes to certain things is it's it's their moral hatred is better than what they deem to be your hatred. Oh, oh yeah. I got, you know what? That's the way she feels. That's the way she believes. And you guys know me. I love the Hallmark movies. I'd be lying if I didn't say that there have been some playing during the day when I'm doing all my other stuff and getting ready for my other show. Now, I love those. They're great. She started her own thing and, and it has it going on and and she's got a serious, you know, she, you know, um, you know, she's Kirk Cameron's sister, but she is he makes awful movies, but <laughs> his movies are horrible. Like, stop letting him make movies. <laughs> uh oh Mike. But because he's Mike Seaver, that was a show, right? Mike Seaver? I don't know what the show was called, I forget. It was not one day at a time, I know that. But the the thought process is is Look, she's a Christian. These are the values that she holds dear. We should celebrate that. She didn't come out and say, I think you should burn in hell if you're gay. Like, everybody equates that to, like, you're part of the Westboro Baptist Church. It's like, get over yourself. Have our differences. Celebrate those differences. Right? I have friends who are gay. I have friends who are straight as an arrow. I have friends who are non-binary but i don't call them that i just call them by their name as we have always done through centuries i have a godchild that's trans love him i love everybody at the same time i hate stupidity all right and you know what the give and take that we've talked about earlier today is we live in a world where not everybody believes the exact same thing so in that space we have to make room for other ideals other like my idea here is this this is my belief here okay i don't have to believe it i don't have to champion it but i respect your right to have it fantastic this is my idea this is my belief system and they might say i don't have to believe it the problem is we have one side that's like, well, you shouldn't have that anymore. You shouldn't have that idea. It's regressive. It's bad. It's evil. Shut up. Stop that. We have so many things that tie us together that's awesome, that makes us who we are, 
We need to remember that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Yes, I'm pumped. World Cup starts soon. We're going to take things one game at a time. So we're not going to look past, um, you know, our first game against Wales. And I think everything is is important to take things one step at a time. And then, you know, in general, I think that you're looking at a team that, although like was, was said before, we're an extremely young team. Um, we have anchors that, you know, revolve around being the change and being a team that's outspoken against, um, you know, things that, you know, have come about in the United States specifically. And now I think it's clear that, you know, we support human rights everywhere. And I think that that, again, is just another one of our anchors. And it sucks because these guys just want to play soccer. They're not interested in, in, in I think, it, taking something that's a dream and turning it into a political nightmare for themselves. You know, when you're a kid growing up and you're playing soccer and you have that dream of, of playing in the biggest sporting event on the planet. You're not thinking to yourself, man, I can't wait to get there so I can talk about, you know, LGBTQ plus and, and, and all that stuff. And those things need to be talked about and discussed, but that's more of a media thing and the pundit thing. And if some of the players want to bring it up, but they're getting asked it all day, and it's not just the Americans, it's every single team. I'm going to give you my prediction for the World Cup. It starts Sunday, but I give my prediction for the World Cup starting tomorrow. Our first game is Monday against Wales. Second game against England and the third game against Iran. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I don't even know how to describe this, but my uncle and I were talking last night and I had to remind him for all the chaos and craziness in the world of politics. At the end of the day, it is still a popularity contest. If people like you, they're more apt to vote for you. Okay, that's that. That's it. Because I can look at every single and I do mean every single. Every single candidate on the run-up to all of these elections, their websites, and their opponent will be usually the polar opposites. But in the primaries, the people that they're running against to get to the general, their stuff is exactly the same. It's almost like there's templates, right? Like, hey, you're going to go down to the border? Well, you got to have khakis and a denim blue shirt. you got to roll the sleeves up. And if you could, surround yourself with at least a few Border Patrol and police officers. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, absolutely. And tell everybody you're going to do this, this, and this. It's a popularity contest at the end of the day. If the choices are these two people, and you know they're not going to do a lot, but you got to choose between the two. You're going to pick the one that you're like, man, eh, that person's okay. It's an old saying, like, who would you like to have a beer with? Oh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of this other stuff, 
it, it, it's 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 meaningless. You know, people. What? Why did Carrie Lake lose? Why? Why do people hate Trump? Because in the world of popularity, some people put people off. Well, this per that makes no sense. Michael's like, that's no, that, that makes sense. I'm like, yes, it does. It's a popularity contest. That's what it is. Everything else is a bunch of stuff that has been crafted and put together by other people who don't want their lives in turmoil and hell, found some people whose egos were big enough to want to play in this place, and they throw them out there. They're puppets for others. One of the reasons I think a lot of people like Trump at the time, because eh, he really wasn't, you know, he wasn't bought or sold by anybody and and kind of scenario. And, and he was this his, you know, here's a guy who had all this you know money, but he also had all this name recognition. And and, you know, he wasn't beholden to this, that and the other. But it's still a popularity contest. And that is something I think people forget. If we like you, we'll vote for you. But you said you were going to do this, this, and this. I think most voters, not all, most voters realize, look, if you get one or two of those things kind of half-assed done, I'm fine with that. Because I know you can't get it all done. It's not possible. It's just not. It's not possible. So what do you choose from? Which one of these people out here is likable? That's important. And it will continue to be important. Because we need to be entertained. That's also the other side of this. Cable news lives in a world of trying to fill time. Trump was entertaining for some and infuriating for others. But you know what he was? Overall, he was a moneymaker. Carrie Lake. She was entertaining for some, infuriating for others, but it kept people's eyes glued. We need to be entertained. Because talking about rights of water or, you know, wherever you are in America, talking about whatever it is, the issue that's actually a big issue, but it's not sexy. Eh, we need to be entertained. So from being entertained to the popularity contest, there's ways you go about doing these things. And if you're likable, that's a huge thing. That is an absolutely huge thing. Oh, yeah, you can build a base of people who like your attitude of being the anti-whatever. And angry and stuff, but that only goes so far. That only goes so far. It's just, it's sad. It's sad that we live in a world where does anybody really care about a lot of the, the stuff they talk about? No, they're too busy talking about the personality. So start to decide for yourself what's important if you're a voter. And if personality matters more than anything else, you're going to pick that person. But we as a nation need to start going, okay, who are the people that are not only likable, but likable to the point where they understand what's going on and they can use their likability to actually influence things 
for the better. Oh, that's tough. That is tough. Can it be done? Yes. Will it be done sooner rather than later? Eh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of experimenting going on. Case in point, this. I don't know who thought Herschel Walker was going to be the it, but he's someone that sounds somewhat likable. <laughs> right? And at the same time, if you sit there, if you're honest with yourself, what? What? This is a real speech from yesterday. And I'm going to tell you two words you never thought you'd hear in somebody talking about a speech who may run, uh, who may win and be in the Senate. Vampires and werewolves. Oh, you ever watch a stupid movie late at night hoping going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then anyway, so you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny, these kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Okay, so you got to stay with him. It sounds like somebody who's getting ready to tell a comedic joke. Now, he's running for the Senate of the United States. He's in a runoff right now with Raphael Warnock. We're not done. There's more vampire and werewolf talk. So they win this contest to bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real life vampire in their attic. So if this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff because you know I gotta have a steak and they kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic, cause that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. You gotta have a cross, cause it burned. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house, this, 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 this guy got the holy water. He's blessing the house. And this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Okay, so now we get to it. So it sounds like Senator Warnock. So we've gone a minute between vampires, werewolves. Sounds like Senator Warnock. <laughs> this is, it's a long time to get here. It's a long, long time. But we're now getting to the punchline. He floated in front of the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's, that's not your house. But as he floated in front of the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. The guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire's forehead. He covered his eyes. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross and put it on the vampire's forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't even work unless you got faith. Faith in the elected officials. And right now, that's the reason I'm here. What? <laughs> Wait. What? Let me tell you what these Herschel Walker things are becoming. Not an ad to vote for me because I'm not that guy, but an ad for, man, that's CTE. We got to look into that a little bit more. <laughs> he does seem likable, except for the part where he said if he didn't go to the hospital, he may have killed his wife. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. How did we get here? How did we get here? Those are questions you need to ask yourself. But understand, we live in a complicated political world with way too much money. People who are controlling a lot of things behind the scenes to get people to go out so they can better themselves. And they get people to do their bidding for them. 
and reward them in the end. <sighs> and vampires and werewolves. Good night now. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. I don't even know where we're going with the vampires and werewolves. I mean, he got there kind of. Apparently, Raphael Warnock is a vampire. And he's now a werewolf. I don't think there's a werewolf in the movie, is there? I can't remember. That was the one because they've remade it. But uh, that was the, I think he's talking about the original Amazing movie with Roddy McDowell, which was fantastic. Uh, not the remake with Colin Farrell. It came out in the uh, mid-2000, like 2010 or something. I just, again, I like the I like the horror movie too, but I don't see your analogy, sir. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, if it works for you, fantastic. Oh, rough greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. You think of Chad, okay, what's rough greens? Well, if you love your animals like I love my animals, it's the best supplement. Canine Vitasmart. Sprinkle on top of your dog's food. Brings your dog's food to life. That's what you want to happen. Your dog's food normally is in a bag or it's inside of a can and there's nothing in it that's living. This is going to help that. If your dog struggles with aches and pains and joint pains, maybe they got digestive tract problems and any of those kind of things, especially allergies and stuff, watch what this can do for your dog and how it can help your dog's energy level, its allergies and all of those things. Try it. You won't be disappointed. In fact, Dennis, uh, Dr. Dennis Black can put this together, right? Naturopathic doctor, 25 years. His goal was to make sure that every dog has a chance to try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. He's going to get it out to you. It's that simple. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Put them to the test. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. We are live on Danish television. We are stopping my film, and Mister, you invited the whole world to the. You you invited the whole world to come here. Why can't we film? It's a public place. This is the uh, accreditation. Okay. We can film anywhere we want. Okay. There are only, of course. Okay. You can break the camera. You want to break the camera? Okay, you break the camera. Okay. So you're threatening us by 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 smashing the camera. That is a Danish. TV crew, where are they? Cutter. You heard him say, you invited the whole world. World Cup starts Sunday. Last night was kind of like the opening ceremony things. Cutter's human rights violations off the chart. People were terrified when they said, hey, we're going to give the biggest event on the planet. Something that if you took every, you took our World Series, our Super Bowl, the NBA championship, the European soccer championship, the, 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 you know, uh, the NHL Stanley Cup, the biggest cricket thing, all, you wrap it all up into one and you put it there and then you say, this is what we have. And the World Cup would be like, ha, that's cute. That's how big this is. And you gave it to a nation that has an absolutely horrific, horrific record on human rights and then you told everybody ah don't worry it's gonna be fine we want to give the world the peak that we are not these evil people who make women wear hijabs and 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 beat people and do all these things and we we're, we're changing that was the old we're new we're modern we're all of these things bs you're none of those things the closer it gets the weirder it gets. 
You invited the entire world to your house for a party, and you told them, oh, by the way, you guys have to stay over here in this corner. You have to do everything we say. Yes, you can drink. Kind of, maybe, sort of. If you go outside of this little area in the house, you're going to be arrested, potentially. That's a party that nobody wants to go to. But unfortunately, they've got the only TV in town, and everybody else is forced to go there. That's the problem. These teams don't really want to be there. They want to be somewhere having fun. Part of going to the World Cup is, I remember going to the World Cup. So, 94, I was still playing. Uh, I was on my last legs, literally. I was, you know, but it, I, I was still, you know, 23 years old. Uh, I was still playing around a little bit, you know, over in Europe and back and forth. And I was here for the World Cup for the entire, it was the greatest thing. Here I am, an American kid who started playing a sport that was popular for AYSO and all of those things. But the reality is it was still the bastard child of, of you know, of a dream that we're now realizing in this country. But it was awesome. The whole world came here. We threw a party that was amazing. Man, I remember going to games. We went to the the all the games of the Rose Bowl, except for the final. I had tickets for the final, but I didn't. I, you guys know my rule with parking, and I don't want to do it. Uh, plus, I had a game that day and uh, later on in the afternoon. So I just remember partying and by partying, hanging out with, but the fun of the Colombian fans. I remember the fun of the Swedes, because we had Sweden, hanging out with the Romanian fans and, and people that were from all over the world who just came to watch the World Cup and adopted a team. God, Sweden and Romania were loved. In Los Angeles, for people who didn't, you know, you know, a lot of Americans from all over and people from who were there to watch the World Cup didn't really know anything about soccer, but they fell in love with these. And the party that it was, the tailgating, all of those things, being there for hours, the horns, it was crazy. This is going to be none of that. You guys remember that fire festival that went sideways? Imagine this kind of like that. But at a place where if the the people that come to watch the festival make a mistake, they go to jail, not the people putting it on. I can't believe it. It it breaks my heart that it's there. Now, we're hosting the next one, so which is three and a half years away, because that's the other thing. Uh, to Cutter bought this World Cup. You know, they all went into a room and everybody knew that the uh, it was between us, the United States and Cutter. And they gave it to Cutter when they did a backroom deal in the 13th hour. This next World Cup is going to be between Mexico, Canada, and us. So it's a, it's a North American World Cup. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so much fun. And it's going to be played when it should be, which is summer. They had to move this to winter because of the oppressive heat. All of the things. This is going to be a spectacle. And I'm excited for it. But it's tough to get excited when you hear things like, uh, you need to get off the street or else. And I say this, mark my words, there are people that are going to this World Cup to support their team. They will not be coming home with their team because they stepped out of line. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, amnesty, excuse me, Chuck Schumer. Talk about that, what's going on in Idaho as well. Chad Benson Show. The 
Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The stories are getting weirder and weirder by the moment out of Moscow, Idaho. Not the other Moscow. There's always weird stories going on there. But the murder of four kids. Now, it, Monday it was reported. So let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Monday it's reported there were four kids found dead in Idaho just off campus uh, in Moscow, Idaho. That's kind of where it went, uh, you know, where they murdered, you know, it was just, it was very vague and police came out like, yeah, you got nothing to worry about. There's nobody, nothing, nothing untoward here that's going to alert or make anybody fear out there. Anybody's in danger. And then it was totally overshadowed by what took place in Virginia with the shooting of the football players by the student on that campus. The former football player shot and killed three other football players. And there was a manhunt and that was, you know, it's outside of D.C. So it's like that became the story. But then eh, they caught the guy and, you know, Monday went into Tuesday and there were still some questions about Idaho. And then all of a sudden the questions were like, hey, uh, overdose? No. What happened? Oh, uh, they were stabbed or something. Excuse me. Excuse me? A lack of information has created worry around Moscow, Idaho. Initially, police put out a statement this week saying there was no threat to the community, which didn't make sense to many since police had no motive, no suspect, and no murder weapon, but four students were dead. Now, Police Chief James Fry says they cannot say there is no threat to the community and that he should have given details sooner. I probably should have been standing here a day or so ago, but I'm here now. In a twist, he says there were two roommates at home when the four students were murdered. Those roommates are alive, but he won't say where they were in the home or if they knew what was unfolding. What? Plus, have you seen the place? Not the place where they were murdered, but where they lived? So I want to tell you something about... uh, uh, you know, you guys have heard me talk about my dad a bit, passed away when I was younger. My dad was, uh, he had more than a few issues. He died essentially of a, not so much of a drug overdose, but he had a heart attack based on the fact that he had been a massive party animal slash drug addict a vast majority of his adult life. And uh, that didn't last as long as it should have. But my dad, you know, he uh, uh, he was a paramedic off and on for a while when he was in the minor leagues of baseball because they didn't pay any money back then. And as we got older, you know, he would talk about stuff and, you know, and, 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 you know, we would, you know, I'm 15 and stuff. And he would talk about, he hear about a shooting and stuff. And he's like, oh, cause he, you know, when he was a paramedic, he had to deal with that stuff. And he used to tell me though, man, shooting is kind of impersonal. Stabbings, very personal. And I'm like, yeah. And my uncle, after my dad had passed, you know, he, my uncle just died a few years. Not my uncle Paul I talk about, but my, my, his older brother uh, used to tell me because he was in Vietnam and he was a tunnel rat and he wasn't very, you know, in the end, he wasn't really solid in his, his, his mind. And he would talk about some of the stuff, you know, I don't know why he'd always like, we're golfing. And I'm like, I don't, I'm trying to putt. I don't know if I need to hear this. And he would start talking to me about stuff and he would talk about 
you know, watching essentially, you know, it, 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 it you know, people's eyes, you know, drain and stuff because it's there. It's personal. This was personal in a closed space in a small condo complex with neighbors and everything. Think almost Melrose Place. Four kids dead. Two people in the damn house. No suspects. Because by the sounds of it, these two suspects or these two roommates don't seem to be suspects. How did you not hear? There's so much more to this story, it is so bizarre. They were able to confirm that these two roommates were in the home at the time of this, and they made it out the next morning. So they were at home, and they made it out the next morning. And again, on the internet, you know, which normally doesn't, you know, feed you too many lies. Fox uh, Digital posted some, you know, they're there along with a lot of, you know, pretty much everybody else now, and they took pictures outside uh, and you could see what looks to be blood oozing out from parts of the house kind of thing. And people that are with the Moscow police who veterans of 20, 30 years plus are saying it is the worst thing they have ever, ever, ever seen. It's a horror movie. Blood everywhere. Think, think Freddy Krueger, blood on the walls kind of stuff. That's what they're saying. And they come out. You knew, first of all, it wasn't like you didn't have this information on Monday. But to tell everybody, you got nothing to worry about. There's nobody here. They got nothing to worry. Oh, obviously, that's not true. And then they're saying they got tips in September of a potential stabbing threat on campus. And now kids are leaving campus. There's a lot here, and it feels like Barney Fife and them, and they're going to get a lot of blowback for this. You needed to be more forthcoming. And granted, you're probably not used to a, you know, uh, a quadruple homicide in your town. But, wow. Just, wow. Wow. It's, It's weird. It is. And you're like, because you start thinking, okay, who would kill four kids? Like, and they're saying, well, it's personal. It could be something of passion. Okay, who has that kind of hatred, but also that kind of skill to butcher four people while two other people are in the house? They don't fight back where they draw. I mean, there's so much. That's going to come out over this. And the fact that they have zero suspects either is weird. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Kids, I'm here to tell you something. This cannot happen. It can't. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are. (sighs) 
I'm trying to take a deep breath because that's insane. Look, we talked about it yesterday, about the fact that we are not reproducing. We are going to potentially be in trouble sooner rather than later. I think the average age in America in 1970 when I was born was about 21 almost. I think it's closer to 41 now. What's that mean? The upper echelons who are retiring, who aren't in the workforce, who are drawing on Social Security. Guess what's happening? Less people are paying in, but they're still collecting. Greece's nightmare. Remember Greece and all the craziness that happened there? Their nightmare was they allowed everybody to basically retire at like 50 or 52 or whatever it was. So you should have, I mean, ideally, I think it's like anywhere between eight, that's really low, but probably around 10 to 12 to one. So for everybody who's retired, you'd have 10 to 12 people who are paying into the system and the whole nine yards for Medicare, all the, all these kind of things, and especially Social Security. The closer it gets to par, the more pressure that's on everybody. That's not good. It's not. That's when you get in financial issues. But to reward people that broke the law is insane. Especially when we have backlogs of, of years and decades of people who've been waiting in line to get into this country. And because of their proximity, a group of people were able to come across much easier. Now, I'm all about taking care of the dreamers. I got zero problem with that. I never have. I think if you were brought here at four and five or whatever your age was in your, you know, and I'm not talking about you brought here at like 18 and you're 21. I'm talking about because you made a choice at that point. I'm talking about if you're brought here at three or four, you didn't know what you're doing. I get my daughter's four. If I take her and we decide we're moving to Australia tomorrow, she has no say in the matter. But when she's 15 or 16, she'll be as Australian as anybody. So I have no problem with giving a pathway. My issue is, first of all, the 11 million number is BS. We all know that. Do the math roughly. You'll find out. Oh, that's a lot more. It's the one thing they've all said, right? Like, it's 11. It's, it, it, this, it, it, it's the number they believe is acceptable to the American public. Where we won't go. What do you mean it's 47 million? That's not 11 million. But before you even talk about amnesty, which Reagan did, remember, Tip O'Neill, yeah, we're going to do this once, we're going to sort everything out. You got to have full comprehensive immigration reform, which means fixing the border, which is going to get worse because Title 42 is going away, which you didn't know still existed. But in, I think it's five weeks, it's done. It's gone. And the border towns are bracing for it. Because the flood they're expecting is going to be second to none. You think what we've seen is bad? Title 42 is the pandemic era uh, uh, program that was put in place that essentially says, you cross the border, we catch you. Within 15 minutes, you're on the other side of the border. That's going to go away. It allows them to, no matter what your excuse was, well, I'm coming for Amnesty. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Now, you know, you can't claim uh, I'm a political prisoner in my other country. You know, all those things that we could have turned you around because we have a pandemic. We can't have that here. Now it's going to be open season. Oh, but to think that 11 million, 
What if you found out it was 37 million, 45 million? I bet you even staunch Democrats. I'm not talking about the people who just want open borders. I'm talking about people like, we need to be more welcome. We go, whoa, 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 whoa. 11 and 47 are two different numbers. Don't worry, though. The border's secure, right, Mr. Mayorkas? Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security, Congressman. Yeah, and Trump and everybody else maintained that 2020 was stolen. Right? Right? Oh, yeah, Chad. And, and, And that's as crazy as that. That border's not secure. That's like saying, hey, I maintain that that first trip on the Titanic was a freaking great cruise. It was awesome. I maintain that. I, it was just fantastic. Best cruise ever. God. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other goodies. My pillow right now has uh, great sales on towels. Six-piece towel set right now for you, $40, normally 90 Cut and grown in the USA, 60-day money-back guarantee that will be extended to March of next year if you buy before December 25th. Gotta love that, right? Right? Two big towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, tons of colors and styles to choose from. Here's what I love. It's not oily-ish, you know, it's not that, it's, 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 it's not that kind of one that repels the water. You're like, I feel as wet you ever done that? You got a towel and you put it around you and then and then as you start to dry off, you're like, it's it's making me wet again. It's like it's 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 a this is super absorbent. They got deep discounts on all the other gr- great products uh, at MyPillow, all made in the USA. And uh, try them now. Uh, get the deep discounts. Use my code. Save big $40 right now. Normally 90 bucks. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Wrap it up. Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Thanksgiving, a week away, but Santa Claus is back today. For the good of Christmas, I'm retiring. In the Santa Clauses, Tim Allen returns to St. Nick, and he tells us the series will answer a lot of questions left hanging from the original 1994 film and its sequels. Why did Santa slide off the roof to begin with, and how did uh, Scott Calvin become Santa? Why did the elves not seem to care? What happened to the other Santa? Where did Santa come from? The Santa Clauses also stars Allen's daughter, Elizabeth. The first two episodes are out today on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and I will be uh, watching that because uh, I got little ones, and I liked Santa Claus. I thought it was hilarious. My favorite part of the uh, the original movie is uh, the part where he goes, uh, he's flying around in the sled in the original, and he says, Merry Christmas, and tomorrow I'm getting a CAT scan kind of thing, because it, it was funny, and... Yeah, you know, so I'm going to watch that. But it also brings me to the uh, amazement. Uh, I love my wife to death, but this is a perfect story of, of her. It's yesterday, I, I get a thing in the middle of the show. Oh, you're, you're Amazon. You've been charged whatever. I text my wife. Hey, did you rent a movie? Yes. What'd you rent? Monsters University. Because Charlie's really into monsters. I said, oh, great. I said, uh, they don't have that on Disney Plus? She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Just checking. 
because you never know. Like maybe maybe they had a contract with Amazon before they came out with Disney and they had to keep that there. No, they had it there. Just want to let you guys know that. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other goodies that go along in this world. Bunch of you guys want to hear some more of that amazing time. We've been playing it throughout the show today. Just some fun with Herschel Walker. Because it is Thursday Night Football. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, yesterday's speech, let's just randomly pull this clip. So they win this contest to bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real life vampire and they're at it. So if this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff because you know, got to have a state and they kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. You got to have a cross because it burns. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house, this, this, this guy got the holy water. He's blessing the house. And this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? <sighs> Just vampires, werewolves. That's where we are. Crazy, chaotic, insane. Modern politics, people. <laughs> We do have the NFL tonight, Thursday night, NFL, Green Bay. Oh, my Lord, and the Titans. I think it'll be a good game tonight, actually. Uh, Packers played well last week. They're at home taking on the Titans. Uh, the Titans are playing better. They got Tannehill back. Uh, Green Bay has struggled this year. Did they get, did they write the ship? That's what people want to know. Did you write the ship? Maybe? That being said, man, Derrick Henry is a handful Tannehill's back. I'm going with the Titans tonight to beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Uh, uh, one win here or there isn't riding this ship. There's a lot that's wrong with it, and you ain't fixing it just on one victory. Uh, it isn't going to happen that way. And I think tonight they revert back to what they've been and for most of the season, which isn't very good, Green Bay. And I think the Titans, uh, I mean, you know, they went in and should have won the game. With their backup quarterback in Kansas City. That shows you how good of a team they are. So tonight, take the Titans to win. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love, love, love. Solid fun show. As always, you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll do it again tomorrow. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.